Welcome to the Wednesday edition of Off the Wire Daily. This is a special edition. I am doing it live for a couple of reasons. So I hope you're having a fantastic Wednesday and get ready because they are telling us what's coming and I'm going to prove it. So get your tinfoil hats ready, get your popcorn and let's dive in because this is going to be a fun one. Yes, indeed. Welcome back. Really quick, if you haven't already, please like the show, share it with your friends. Please subscribe, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, basically anywhere you get your podcast. Let, hit the notifications bell so that every time I go live, you will know it. And leave me a five-star review if you don't mind. This episode is brought to you by at underscore infinite zeal. That's at underscore infinite zeal. I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E-Z-E-A-L. Capital I, capital Z, at underscore infinite zeal. Go check him out on Twitter. Check out the bio in his handle. Now, before we get started, I want to show you guys this video of a guy speaking at a city council. I'm not sure where it is, but this guy is my new spirit animal. Check this guy out. Hello, Jim Freedom, resident of Earth. Uh, I know what you're thinking. Oh, boy, here comes that annoying Freedom guy. He's coming up here to, you know, I'm the guy that thinks the Constitution trumps your meeting rules. How silly of me, I know. Uh, I don't actually believe that, though. I, I'm, I'm more aligned with Lysander Spooner, who pointed out that the Constitution has either authorized such a government as we've had or it's been powerless to prevent it. Either way, it's unfit to exist. We need something new. Uh, I do what I do just to prove that the supreme law of the land is a stupid joke and none of you follow its rules. We'll never be able to fix the problems in our society when our representatives don't play by the rules that we all thought were in place. Uh, to the people watching online or later, your anger is righteous and justified. The servants have written their own new rules that contradict freedom and use their army of order-following cowards with badges to punish enough of us effectively, making us their servants. That guy is outstanding. That video goes for quite more some time, but I extrapolated out of it what was the best. Logic Rex, you're absolutely right. Absolute fire. Um, if you can, go follow him. He's like Freedom Johnny or something like that. I'll, I'll, I'll dig into a little more. He ain't got but a hand, handful of videos, and they're great. So let's get into it. The next pandemic could be as infectious as this one, but far more lethal and make COVID look like a cakewalk expert warns. Now, this is from fortune.com. I've saved it for a couple of weeks, and I'm glad that I did so because it's now circulating around everywhere. And, um, yeah, you can pull this article. I think uh, Brian Nichols, he shared one that was from the New York Post. This one's from fortune.com from April 26th of this year. Now, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to prove to you exactly why I can show you that they're telling you what's coming a lot of you are going to remember some of this stuff as i pull it up but let's go through a little bit of this first and then we're gonna go back and forth between some older stuff and this more frequent stuff the next pandemic could make covid look like a cakewalk all right and that's with the expert quote unquote stop listening to those guys by the way warned tuesday at fortune's brainstorm health conference in mariana del rey or Marina del Rey, California, COVID was a quote-unquote very bad pandemic with more than 1.1 million deaths in the U.S. alone so far. Dr. Robert Wachter, 
chair of the Department of Medicine at the University of California, San Francisco, noted, Watcher, the author of 300 articles and six books, including a New York Times bestseller, became popular on Twitter during the pandemic. Now, let's go back. Future Brainstorm Health Conference in Marina del Rey, California. Does that sound familiar? It should sound familiar. Do you remember Event 201 from Johns Hopkins University? This is outstanding. October 18th, mark the date, October 18th, 2019. A couple of months later, boom, COVID. They held a war room with the WEF, the World Economic Forum, and Johns Hopkins University. I think Bill Gates was there. It was orchestrated just two months, and it was done specifically for a coronavirus global pandemic. I'll prove it. The Johns the John Hopkins Center for Health Security, in partnership with the World Economic Forum and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, hosted Event 201. Go Google it. I'm only going to read a little bit. Check it out if you hadn't heard of it heard of it already a high-level pandemic exercise on october 18 2019 in new york new york the exercise illustrated areas were public private partnerships sound familiar esg that's also fascism by the way you're welcome for all the all of the uh, left and the right that doesn't know what freaking fascism is public private partnerships will be necessary during the response to a severe pandemic in order to diminish large-scale economic and societal consequences did you do a good job yes or no Absolutely not, for obvious reasons. These events are increasing. In recent years, the world has seen a growing number of epidemic events amounting to approximately 200 events annually, and it's increasing. They are disruptive to health, economies, and society. Managing these events already strains global capacity, even absent a pandemic threat. Experts agree that it's only a matter of time before one of these epidemics becomes global, a pandemic with potentially catastrophic consequences, a severe pandemic which becomes Event 201, quote-unquote, would require reliable co cooperation among several industries, national governments, and key international institutions about the exercise. Now, if you remember, overnight, everybody was in concert. Every government, at the snap of a finger, was in concert. Just like all the social media companies were, at the snap of a finger, were in concert with their bans, with their restrictions, right after the 2016 election. This is not an accident. The event, Event 201, was a three-and-a-half-hour pandemic tabletop exercises that simulated a series of dramatic scenario-based facilitated discussions controlling difficult, true-to-life dilemmas associated with response to a hypothetical but scientifically plausible pandemic. Fifteen global businesses, government, and, and, um, sorry, and public health leaders were players in the simulation. It exercised the highlighted unresolved real-world policy and economic issues that could be solved with sufficient political will, financial investment, and attention now and in the future. This is Event 201, just a couple of months before the pandemic. All right. Continuing, the exercise consisted of pre-recorded news broadcasts, pre-recorded news broadcasts, Lost my spot again. My bad. One second. Live staff briefings and moderated discussions on specific topics. These issues were carefully designed in a compelling narrative that educated the participants and the audience. The Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security World Economic Forum and Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation jointly proposed these recommendations. Experts agree that it is only a matter of time before one of these epidemics becomes global, a pandemic with potentially catastrophic consequences. A severe pandemic, which, become, which becomes Event 201, would require reliable 
uh, cooperation among all that. I already said that. Recent economic studies show that pandemics will be the cause of an average annual economic loss of 0.7% of global GDP or $570 billion. Now, it's not the pandemic that does this. It's the government's response, but I digress. The players' responses to the scenario eliminated the need for cooperation among industry, national governments, key international institutions, and civil society to avoid the catastrophic consequences that could arise from a large-scale pandemic. Now, Here's where I can prove to you that it was specifically about a coronavirus pandemic, because after the event, two, event 201 came out and then everybody started talking about it after coronavirus hit, Johns Hopkins had to release a statement. Here's that statement. January 24, 2020. In October 2019, the Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security hosted a pandemic tabletop exercise called Event 201 with partners, World Economic Forum, Bill Melinda Gates, crap. Uh, Recently, the Center for Health Security has received questions about whether that pandemic exercise predicted the current novel coronavirus outbreak in China. To be clear, the Center for Health Security and partners did not make a prediction during our tabletop exercise for the scenario. We modeled a fictitious or fictional coronavirus pandemic, but we explicitly stated that it was not a prediction. Oh, well, I'm glad you specifically uh, stated that explicitly right because that just makes us all feel so much better instead the exercise served to highlight preparedness and response challenges that would likely arise in a very severe pandemic we are not predicting we are now predicting that the incove to 2019 outbreak will kill 65 million people <laughs> although our table talk exercise included a mock novel coronavirus the inputs we used for modeling the potential impact of that Fictional virus are not similar. Back to the today. COVID wasn't the beast it could have been in terms of mortality, he argued. We're back at the fortune.com April 26th article. The virus killed, generally killed under 5% of the people it infected, and depending on which country you resided in, often much less. Fellow coronaviruses, SARS and MERS, on the other hand, were much less transmissible, but much more deadly with case fatality rates around 10% and 34% respectively when it comes to the next pandemic watcher said he is quite worried quote unquote that it could be worse than covid quote there's nothing in the book of life that's a perversion by the way the book of life is in the bible the book of life which my name is written in for eternity there's always a perversion of the truth there's nothing in the book of life that says you couldn't have a virus that is that's as infectious as the one but far more lethal in quote, he noted, COVID is an evolving threat. Watcher isn't the only expert to raise the possibility of an equally transmissible but more lethal pandemic pathogen. COVID's ability to infect more efficiently has skyrocketed since 2019, soaring from near the bottom of the list of contagious diseases to near the top, where it battles with measles for supremacy. It's possible that the ultra-transmissible Omicron evolves to become more deadly, experts warn. No, it will not. No, full stop, it won't. That's not how this works. It becomes more transmissible and less deadly. It doesn't want to kill the host because then effectively it will die too. It just wants to make you tickle your nose, tickle your throat, scratch, sneeze, and then spread itself. So it will become more transmissible, less lethal. These people are not going to give up. James Madison, the fourth president of these United States, quote, crisis is the rally cry of the tyrant. They're not going to quit. We cannot give them one inch again. Never again. Experts warn, though there's no telling how likely this scenario is, talking about the ultra-transmissible Omicron becoming more uh, deadly. 
or whether the transition might occur if it ever does. That said, such a development may not be far off. Scientists are watching COVID evolution for the potential development of a variant that has Omicron's transmissibility with the lethality of Delta. Such a scenario, while not a quote-unquote nightmare, could be a quote-unquote problem. Raj, something. Sorry, I am not even going to try that. Assistant Dean of Research and Associate Professor of the New York Institute of Technology Campus in Jonesboro Art and a top COVID variant tracker recently told Fortune, quote, what's to say that we're not going to eventually see a COVID that has both? End quote. Dr. Michael Osterholm, Director of the University of Minnesota Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policy. That is SIDRAP for short told Fortune last fall. He was speaking of transmissibility and the lethality of SARS, MERS, or worse. If COVID evolution were to take a turn for the worse, powers that would need to decide whether it constituted a new pandemic and warranted a new name entirely, perhaps SARS-CoV-3, or if it was simply an extension of the current pandemic, which is still ongoing according to the WHO, World Health Organization. Now listen to this list that they give us. The next pandemic pathogen may not be a coronavirus at all. Experts are eyeing a variety of strains of bird flu, given increasing transmission to among to and among mammals in several recent human cases is disparate parts of the world, in disparate parts of the world, sorry. There's always the possibility of something entirely new among the list of whose priority pathogens that have the potential cause of outbreaks and pandemics is quote, unquote, and I kid you not, you can't make this up, disease X. Didn't even give it a real name. Don't know what it is. Don't, just disease X. Come on. Which represents an unknown threat. That list also includes Crimean Congo, hemorrhagic fever, the Ebola and Marburg viruses, Lassa fever, coronaviruses, SARS, MERS, and COVID-19. Hennepa viruses, and Rift Valley fever. The list was last updated in 2019, and a revised list should be released this year, according to the World Health Organization. Now, with that being said, we're not going to stop right there, are we? Check this out. I don't know if you remember this or not, but this is prior to Event 201, which was just a couple of months, a war room for a global pandemic from coronavirus. Here's what Dr. Fauci said. There will be a surprise outbreak. Given, as you heard from the introduction, that I have been around for a while and have had the opportunity and, and the privilege and the pleasure of serving in five administrations, um, I thought I would bring that perspective to the topic today is the issue of pandemic uh, preparedness. And if there's one message that I want to leave with you today based on my experience, and you'll see that in a moment, is that there is no question that there will be a challenge to the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases, both chronic infectious diseases in the sense of already ongoing disease, and we have certainly a large burden of that, but also there will be a surprise outbreak. And I hope by the end of my relatively short presentation, you will understand why history now, the history of the last 32 years that I've been the director of NIAID will tell the next administration that there's no doubt in anyone's mind that they will be faced with the challenges that their predecessors were faced with. They flat out told you straight up 
that Trump's presidency will include a global pandemic. Then they held Event 201 war room for specifically a coronavirus global pandemic. Now, let me give you another bit of information. In April last month, what did the World Economic Forum have a war room for? A global banking crisis. Look, you can be conspiratorial all you want, right? That's fine. I'm totally with it. I'm down. But at least if it's by design, if it's intentional, shelf that, table that. The fact is they know what's coming before it comes every freaking time. And they tell us about it. They're telling you again. Something is coming. And like Brian Nichols said, he asked if it was a threat when it said the next pandemic could be worse than COVID. I said, yes, I'll be talking about it in 10 minutes. Here we're talking about it. Also, they're telling you what's coming. Get in shape. Get food, get water, learn to be self-sufficient. Because I'm telling you, this is, in my opinion, whether it be intentional or not, they are, in fact, telling you what's about to happen. Let me get to your comments. Logic, yeah, that dude was fire. <clears throat> that was absolute fire. That should go viral if it hasn't already. Yeah, it went viral on TikTok for sure. Mad villain. I don't listen to those guys, but Twitter shoves, <laughs> shoves them down our throats. Yes, it does. Yeah, I just um, I just try to deride them, mock and deride them as much as possible. Mad villain. Military games in Wuhan, China, October 15th through 18th, and then Event 201 happens. Thank you. LOL Disease X. Right? Right? I read that, and I was like, you have to be kidding me. That's unbelievable. You aren't, you're just telling us straight up it's going to be something, and then you don't even give a description whatsoever. Just disease X. My goodness. And also something I'm giving a lot of shout out to Brian Nichols here. Go follow him on Twitter. Great guy. Great Twitter account. Great podcast. Um, he said, um, uh, what was he saying? Oh, over. I'm going to say it differently, but he said, who wants to take bets? I'm going to say, what's the over under? Do you think that this, what they're talking about, that they're warning us, that they're tipping us off with, whether you like it or not, whether you're a conspiracy theorist or not, the track record proves true. What's the likelihood of it happening before the 2024 presidential election? Over, under on that. Logic Rex says, conspiracy theorists have been wrong for a while now. Smart mofos sound like crazy mofos to dumb mofos. <laughs> you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. I tell you what, for those of us quote-unquote conspiracy theorists, we're batting a thousand. What are we, like 37 and 0 at this point? Man, I'm telling you, and for those listening later, I'm wearing my shirt specifically for this episode, uh, safe and effective is now sudden and unexpected. Get prepared, be prepared, stay prepared, take nothing lightly because they're telling you what's coming. And I'll leave it right there. Um, actually, I won't leave it right there. I'm going to show you. Let's do, uh, let, let's end on a good note, or, or, or should I say a funny note? So, um, yeah. Oh, and here's the event 201, right? I meant to put I meant to put this up here. Tabletop exercise event 201 right there from Johns Hopkins University. Go read all about it. Only gave you a smidgen of it. The training top exercise table, the training tabletop exercise. Sorry, that's very tiny on my screen is based on a fictional scenario. The inputs experts used for modeling the potential impact were fictional. It is a teaching and training resource for public health and government officials. Yes, it was totally fictitious two months before a coronavirus global pandemic, I'm sure. So same as uh, the war room that they just held at the World Economic Forum last month for a banking crisis, global banking crisis, weeks before it happened. 
like a week or two before it happened. Like, boom, war room, finance, banking crash. <laughs> Un unbelievable. This, this, There's just no way this is coincidental. Matt Villain says, yeah, being first with serious information can get you the label of conspiracy. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> Infinite Zeal says, right. By the way, there he is right there. He sponsored this show for the whole month at underscore infinite zeal at underscore infinite zeal, capital I, capital Z, training exercise, laughing emojis. Yeah, you can't make this crap up. You cannot make it up. No chance it's co coincidental. Um, don't be a coincidence theorist. <laughs> fair, 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 fair. All right, so uh, let's end on a funny note. So, ladies and gentlemen, one of your favorite new segments, your president, of the United States. There's so much of this, man. This guy gives me great content. I love it. I love it so much. Everybody Watch. knows you never go full retard. If you think I don't have the energy level or the mental acuity, then? Slow, yes, retarded, maybe. Putin's kleptocracy. Uh, yeah. Went full retard, man. I was going to put him in uh, put... Never go full retard. Aries, I think I showed that one yesterday. My bad. But here's a funny uh, clip that went viral from Tim Pool that I think is just outstanding. Kenny Johnson says, Noel doesn't wear pants when he streams. I am actually wearing pants. I'm still in my work pants <laughs> on my lunch break. Let me make sure I play the right one here. Um, but that doesn't make you gay. If it's a gay. trans woman, you're not gay. If, if you're attracted to trans women, you're not gay. No, it is no. gay. So no, it's man, well, hold, hold, on, hold on, Seamus. Oh, Don't be the after-hour show is if, wild. If man. you suck a trans woman's penis, is that gay? It's not. No, you're, you're sucking a woman's penis. <laughs> Stop. No, Stop. Yeah, gay. I know. Stop. <laughs> I left that pause because Ian's face was freaking hilarious. Man, these people are just that. That's just an absolute cult. Definitely favorite segment. <laughs> Thank you, Logic Rex. Yeah, it's outstanding. Uh, I love it. I've got some more that I'm going to be sharing of here in the next couple of days because, again, he just he provides so much, so much freaking content. One more word from my spirit animal, and then we're going to get up out of here. Hello, Jim Freedom, resident of Earth. Uh, I know what you're thinking. Oh, boy, here comes that annoying freedom guy. It's coming up here to, you know, I'm the guy that thinks the Constitution trumps your meeting rules. How silly of me, I know. Uh, I don't actually believe that, though. I, I'm, I'm more aligned with Lysander Spooner, who pointed out that the Constitution has either authorized such a government as we've had or it's been powerless to prevent it. Either way, it's unfit to exist. We need something new. Uh, I do what I do just to prove that the supreme law of the land is a stupid joke and none of you follow its rules. We'll never be able to fix the problems in our society when our representatives don't play by the rules that we all thought were in place. Uh, to the people watching online or later, your anger is righteous and justified. The servants have written their own new rules that contradict freedom and use their army of order-following cowards with badges to punish enough of us effectively, making us their servants. It's Jim Freedom. So if you like your Chinese TikTok spyware, I love it. Whatever. Everybody collects that and sells it. Go follow him. Jim Freedom. No space in between. Capital J, capital F. One more note before we go. Logic Rex, as a dude that's currently in transition, sleeping with a trans woman is definitely gay, LOL. <laughs> it is what it is. It's obviously gay. It's obviously gay. It's just the fact that we have, we're have we having to have this conversation is absolutely ridiculous. It's retarded with a hard R. I'll leave it right there. I love each and every one of you. Galatians 2.20 and I am.